Hi, I'm Janvi. I'm Kabir. I'm Naomi. And, and this, this is the Social, Social Battery Podcast. Podcast. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about something that really intrigues us and it's something that we, I think, as a friend group have adapted into our lives. But it's also something that we have seen being made a mockery out of. And it's basically trigger warnings and content warnings. Yes. Um, issuing trigger warnings for this basically just mentions of um, a bunch of things. I can we can give them as and when we're going. Yeah. They'll just be mentions. I don't think we'll get into them too deeply. But if we do, we'll. Yeah. Yeah. So I think anxiety, panic attacks, or, and um, like, you know what we can do for this one. We'll just list them out in the description. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so cool. just go through the description. Even if you don't want to, we'll still uh, say them as we. Yeah. So that. you should go through the description right now. By the way. Do that. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So essentially, what are trigger warnings? Um, something that you would like it's basically a content marker it before you go into like what mm-hmm. the main text is or like even like a conversation topic is you basically just say that you know like this conversation is about this and a trigger warning is essentially so that people who might not people who it might be triggering for can step away can close that text that they like you know like that or not whatever and basically just like skip through it Mm-hmm. And um, they're very helpful. I think they're very, I very, think extremely they're very helpful. helpful. Because everyone has certain topics that do trigger them. Everyone has topics that um, they are not comfortable discussing. Everyone has things that, you know, like there's a general set of also things that is really, um, it can like sadden you also. Like for well, someone who it would not, might not be a trigger for. Right. And um, I think like, demarcating that you know like this is about this hmm. please don't like go into it if you are, hmm. aren't in the headspace is a very helpful thing because someone can just like come across and i think it really it. shows sensitization in the society it really does yeah because how did they come up a lot of people realize that they have similar experiences and how getting triggered is very very valid and it's very common it's, it's very, very common it's very common even like um a few triggers mention of sexual assault for me it was a trigger even when I had not gone through it in the sense that it would make me extremely uneasy and scared so even then trigger warnings would help it's me. a scary talk to discuss it's a nice it's scary topic that when you're like listening to it I think especially also as like a woman yeah in um, an unsafe country in an unsafe city yeah an unsafe world TVH yeah but like especially mm. coming at like New Delhi. Hmm. Um, it's just so scary. Yeah. And you just, there's so much stuff that you just don't want to listen to. And you might not even know, like, know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. But it just, like, doesn't, it puts you in a bad headspace. It might have worse repercussions. Yeah. And you know what I don't like is the amount of opprobrium that trigger warnings and content warnings face. Where a lot of people are just like, you won't get warnings in real life. Or you are weak if you need trigger warnings in this. Or... I think it's the most like pathetic thing I've ever heard. Because you won't get like a lock on your door outside. Like, I don't know, that's the weirdest things, like the easiest things. You can't, you don't get everything in real life. Yeah. You don't get everything in the outside world. You have a shelter. And I think like... Wherever you can, you should. Yeah, like... wherever you can. Like you're going and you're like getting a house. You're putting a roof over your head. Yeah. Even that, you're like, you can do it, so you're doing it. Obviously. 
Kabir, how do you feel about this? About trigger warnings? So, I got introduced to trigger warnings about a year ago from Janvi, actually. Because <laughs> when I came on Twitter, I think... Um, the first thing is that, you know, the one thing that I have to say about the internet, like, because I've become a lot more exposed to it in the last year, especially, like, if you think you're exposed to the internet, trust me, there's a lot more that you haven't uncovered. But it was always in an, in a short form. It's always TW, CW. And I asked you, you know, what does TW or CW mean? And when you explained it to me... Um, I'm going to give someone who came from the outside into it, someone who was not necessarily triggered by things that were talked about on the internet, to my knowledge. Um, yeah, context. Kabir has triggers. He just pretends like he doesn't. Or anyway. doesn't know that he... I don't know. I don't think I do, but they are of different opinions. Um, just for someone who doesn't understand it, I'll explain the mechanics because it was really helpful for me to understand it. So like Johnny said, there's essentially two forms in which you interact with trigger, uh, co- uh, with content that has trigger markings on it. The first one is if you read the description or like if, for example, you read a tweet and you see at the beginning of it, someone puts up a trigger warning marker, you essentially just scroll away from it. And the second way that actually helped me understand it better is that for a lot of people, they have certain words muted on their timeline, like on their entire like feeds, they have words muted out. So for example, if you put a trigger warning for like Naomi was saying sexual assault or like anxiety, if they've put trigger warning anxiety or even the word anxiety or sexual assault or anything of the sort on their list of muted words, that content won't appear for them. Now, the best thing about that is that that stays out of their timeline entirely. And that's important because like Naomi said, it, it, it can prevent like any form of, you know, like a anxiety that is a big uh, mm-hmm. way in which triggers help to like deter that or secondly also flashbacks of past memories or past yeah. experiences which aren't good and i think that my view on triggers is that they are really really essential but i don't like how they made a very big mockery out of at all at all so much like someone will just be like do you just require trigger warnings for everything now but you know like so much stuff is it every like thing in the world holds like a different position in someone else's mind and it might be good in yours and it might be good in like your like set of friends mm-hmm. but for someone else it might not be a very pleasant thing to talk about or hear about and it's not your right to determine that for yeah them. and it really isn't and and yeah go sorry on. to interrupt i just wanted to say that to that what a lot of people have to say is that like one thing that a friend said to me was like fit to sab log like koi na koi to kisi cheez se to trigger hoga to kya tum sab cheez ke pehle trigger warning daloge and I don't know what to say to that. Isn't it just, can I ask you like a very simple yeah. response I have to that? Is that yes, people are going to get triggered in their real lives. But wouldn't you want to minimize the trigger, the yeah. potential of triggers as much? Because it's like saying, Naomi, that you're going to, if every time you get into a car, you're going, you you have the potential of getting into a car crash. So why are you wearing a seatbelt? You know what yeah. I mean? It's the exact same thing. It's just a safety net for people that, exactly. yes, they could still experience car crashes and still, you know, whatever. But if you have potential or a avenue to prevent that to the best of your capability, why wouldn't you just take that avenue? Like yeah. it's just basic decency and that and that thought process doesn't really stand because you, you can't eliminate someone's triggers entirely. They are going to experience everyday things through content, through interactions of interacting or somehow coming in contact with something that triggers them. But yeah. why wouldn't you just want to minimize that? Don't you agree? Like I'll give you guys an example. Um... A very, like, a content warning that's come now, or a trigger warning as well, is for food. Again, this is a trigger warning I want to talk about that in a minute. Yeah, for food. Um, I remember when I uh, told one of my school friends to give me the content warning for food. They were like, why? Why do you need one? 
and I was like, hey, how am I supposed to tell you that I have a very complicated relationship with food and sometimes I can do without talking about it or looking at it. And they just didn't understand that. They were like, you know, it's food. Food is essential. You can never not talk or look at or be without food. And it was just... It was very odd, the conversation It's all in all. It's something as simple as you don't want to talk about your marks. Like someone will like write a paper and be like, hey, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. And people respect that. But why can't you respect it with something that is not like that tangible to your life? Yeah. Hmm. Right? Like just respect what others are saying and listen to them and do it. Like if they're asking you to not bring a topic up yeah. that much, of course, if you want to like, you have to bring it up you do bring it up you tell them that listen like can i talk about this if they if they can't talk about it yeah. then you don't i think that's why we as friends work really good together as well as a uh, shout out to anahita and arijita by the way queens <laughs> they're not here today not you. um uh why we work really well as a group is because of the amount of like trigger warnings we give and the other person just saying don't go on like i don't want to we know boundaries we know to not overstep we know how much triggers matter and it's just yeah. literally don't you think that it's just a it's a newer because now people are becoming aware of their triggers it's just a newer form of respecting your friends boundaries yeah, that you know you don't you don't want to touch your friends inappropriately you don't want to encroach on their personal space mental space is also a very very real thing you just don't it just think of it like that i feel like that's the simplest yeah. way to put it that everyone has a physical boundary around them every single human being has a physical boundary that you should not encroach upon why will you want to do that with the mind just consider the mind having its own boundary i think that's a simple thing mm-hmm. but i want to ask you a question because i'm still confused about it what is the difference between a, there's a second form which is a content warning which is what naomi talked about what's the difference between a trigger warning i wanted to ask exactly that because i use that Jan- in different contexts yeah. but i've always been confused about where to use which one janvi's like the <laughs> goddess or like the <laughs> high priest of all these things yes. so okay so essentially you just use content warnings whenever you think that the content is like you know Trigger warnings are for like generalized yeah. things that are um usually triggering for most people. Um content warnings are more like something that could just like eke someone out. You mm. know like I've seen people put content warnings up for insects for um trypophobia. There's a fear of yeah. circles. So all of that like if you know that you're like someone like one person in the like in the social circle that you're in mm. might just be affected by it. So you just put a content warning. So co- content warnings um are they more visual in Content nature? warning is literally like a content warning. It tells you what the content is. Uh-huh. So it's just like a little like Different. yellow flag up there, not a red flag, just like yeah. a yellow flag with like what so, it's about. So if like for example a trigger warning for sexual assault details or like talks about someone's experience so that food like food is a content warning i've seen it more food in food should be a con like it's again it's not something that's triggering for a lot of people and again like food is not necessarily a negative thing so you generally put it as a content warning because so it's, it's like, more tangible it talks it's about food of course if you're like yeah because there's not too many because yeah. when you if you're talking about like for example again trigger warning mentioned of eating disorder like i did it right now if you're talking about eating disorders you'd go into a trigger space but if you're just Because it's a what? negative thing. Because it's a negative connotation. Okay, got it. But food doesn't necessarily have a negative connotation. Connotation, but it might to someone. Just a tangible representation of something like food. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, if yeah. it has a negative connotation from the get go, we're not saying that food can't have a negative connotation. We're saying that the a relationship with food can be yeah, a negative. Yeah, and also, like, I think you should, like, you know, like, even people who do have a negative 
um relationship with food mm-hmm. want to make it positive right like they want a Obviously. positive relationship so you just generally like don't call it like something that is triggering ah okay okay that makes sense yeah. but my question to you is and i'm asking this as a as an uninformed person looking to get informed not like a debater or like a fighter mm-hmm. don't you then believe that content warnings are so expansive in nature that you can't always keep up with them that like how am i um, so like i've seen someone use fire as a content warning mm-hmm. like you know that's while i completely get a lot of people may have a a not really a relationship with fire but like something about fire that just freaks them out something about fire that could you know possibly even do even like sensory wise any even sensory yeah. wise isn't it so expansive it's like a, it's like an endless forest you um, know like how can you make sure that you're like on the correct side of it do you know i think that just it it's not more about sensitization it's more about what you know in the sense that if you know that this is something that can potentially not be the most pleasant thing for someone to see then you do go ahead and put a content warning on that or if for example um on your private of 80 followers you know that these five people would need a flash warning you give that or even for a much larger base if you are um with 100k followers you don't know who would be bothered by insects flash um yeah. really bright colors so you just give them wherever you can is what i'll say wherever you can circumvent potentially either someone saying something not so pleasant for them something that would harm them or something that would trigger them okay and so here's how i look at it yeah it's like i think we're just moving through different different stages of warnings in history it's literally like how i don't know if you guys know this but um epilepsy has a warning in a lot of things right like yeah. trigger this may not trigger warning but warning um the <coughs> visuals in this may induce photo epileptic seizures in certain people mm-hmm. i used to view that as what does that even mean like why is that even there and now i look at that as like a given you know like i think the incredible stew when i went and saw it before there there was a f- thing that mm. said this has a lot of a uh, flash photography in it so it may induce epilepsy or for people who are like prone to epilepsy and now we're coming into a space where that hopefully will become the norm with trigger warnings it already is when it's with smoking you in like right. and stuff mm. it says that you know like that's just like, a, that's just a public service announcement though yeah, but so uh, again like with this also it should be like a you know, public yeah got it that not not don't have triggers but if these are your triggers maybe this is not the content for you Before I get to a conclusion and ask you Janvi what you want to say can you tell me about tone indicators because I'm still like I don't know too much about them So tone indicators are generally um a lot of you might have seen them by the way it's like slash and like a few letters hmm. So um they're essentially used to determine like What are examples of them Um there's like slash which is serious which is light hearted there's pos which is positive like this sentence has a positive connotation to it which is genuine like there's a bunch yeah so it's just determining like a lot of people have difficulty reading a tone out a lot of people face anxiety it's just it makes it so much easier for them even for people who are neurodivergent right it is not the easiest for them to again the name says it indicate tones yeah. in certain sentences or like understand them yeah exactly right. not indicate sorry to um yeah get what the implications of a certain sentences especially when they're through text i think that that's also um another thing that i want to bring up is that that's really important i think we've experienced this as friends is that tone indicators are really really important especially in the way that a lot of people used to cope with their own struggles 
like for example if some people find humor mm. as an outlet for their own struggles if they do say something that is could be potentially very dangerous but they're using it as perhaps a coping mechanism of humor putting a tone indicator of joking is very important then because you're not alerting people around you to your like an actual yeah. physical struggle you may have right or you know something even as small as me sending a text to either one of you saying we need to talk yeah that needs a tone indicator cuz i yeah, am mad at like like hellos from like people in school and we yeah. haven't spoken to yeah and i'm like oh god like if someone texts you saying janvi i'm going to text you yeah. saying janvi tonight yeah no. yeah and we're not saying you're at fault if you don't give tone indicators cuz again it's a very new it's thing a very new concept come up again it's just something you can do if you think is necessary if you think the people who you're texting will appreciate it but i think they're very very helpful Yeah, I've, 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 I don't think I've needed them, but I'm luckily in that position where I've not needed them yet. But like, I'll give you an example. The other day, someone from a place that I'm a volunteer for sent me a text, which was like, "Hey, I'm going to call you," and the tone indicator they gave was POS, which is positive. If they hadn't given that, I would think, "Have I done something wrong? Are they calling me to kick me out, or this and that?" But the second I saw the tone indicator, I was like, okay, it's fine, it's all cool. That is nice. That's like a way to, like, actually help. Yeah, it it helps a lot. And I think that okay, just like tying it all together, and Johnny, you can talk about it more than us. Is what do you think about this new lexicon or language that's like developed through the internet, which is you know like content warnings, trigger warnings, tone indicators. What are they all signaling that we are moving towards? We are moving towards sensitization, but also. I must say that this all comes from a very privileged point of view because a lot of people haven't like I don't think they don't have the resources. Yeah, so we do have the resources and I think we should always work um to the best of our ability with what we have. Mm. So of course like you can't always be like you know like not everyone knows what a trigger warning is so you should just shouldn't use it it's ridiculous or something like that. Instead learn if you're being exposed to something that is helping someone learn about it. and maybe like adapted in your life yeah literally just think okay. of it as a safety net for people just think of it, it as it is a safety net it's quite yeah. literally a safety net and that's pretty much i it. think that's pretty much it i think there was just a few confusions that kabir and i wanted to clear out from janvi and we were like hey why do we do it through this episode and i think in general it's something that really had to be talked about because um coming from friend circles myself that don't really understand the need for trigger warnings content warnings uh i think sensitization about them is really really needed and to know why you should give them how you should give them again it's not something that you can really find too many articles about on the internet because it's something that's come up more in our generation so so hopefully you'll find articles about it yeah like solid knowledge about but yeah i think that i hope this helped some of you out yeah just as an education because it was educational for me and naomi yeah yeah okay guys my social battery is dying out (laughs) Bye. bye bye